strongly persecuted me. Right, so mm. Martin just ran me up a massive bill in Red Dead Redemption 2. Like a $300 bounty or something like that. It's like 300 uh, million back then, huh? Yeah, basically, Omar's just come in smelling of like the sickest J. Um, it smelled fantastic, actually. Man. Prescription, bro. Prescription. Can we do something? Yeah, if you want to, man. If you want to. I do it just for playback, and then if you put them on, it means I can just fuck around like this. We are. Oh, yeah. well, welcome back to the world's most unlistenable podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, enjoy. Mm. Thanks. Wait, yeah. I don't have to be close to this. No, you don't. I just adjust the levels for you. Nice. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, you just chill out, just sit back. Okay. So. <laughs> it's been so weird hanging. Brought me a stolen, like, I wouldn't say, he bought me a loaf of bread as a gift today. And it was the best gift ever. We've just been munching on it for lunch, and I was like... Just just by itself, with no cheese, nothing? Nah, a nothing. bit of butter. I like you guys, man. You're just simple guys. <laughs> yeah. Simple, simple tastes. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Didn't e- want to say it, Easy, but... Easy to take advantage of. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Classic white food. Yeah. He's not wrong. And he... I don't know, he had a coffee with Baileys, which... That's, that's why I've amassed three brown brothers here. We're going to rob you? We're going to rob yes. me? Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fuck. Baby. Damn it. I knew not to trust them. God damn it. Oh, God. Why did I leave that hate group? You know? What hate group? Uh, yeah, you were in a, a right-wing hate group. I was. How do yeah. you know? No, 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 don't worry how I found that. But that, that was very like, wow, Alex, you yeah. seem like such a happy-go-lucky guy. Oh. It's like, ah, oh, the Jews. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, these days, yes, I am uh, that. But at glad. one point, yes, I was I'm, very much... I'm glad yeah. that people change, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. When, how long ago was this? Yeah. I, was like, I was once a terrorist, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was like two months ago. No, I was like, <laughs> that was like five years ago. I was, I was like, sick. No, more than that. was like... Seven years ago now. Seven years ago now. So like, yeah. Wow. How, how, how did you how, how did you get like like roped in? I'm sure I'm sure you were around like some people. Uh, who... I, I was just like my mum fucking took me out of boxing and like I was like gearing up to like out of out, out of what? Really? You're yeah, a boxer. I was, I was gearing up to like compete very seriously in boxing. Wow. But like my mum did not like the way my grades were going. Yeah. So she was just like, no, nah, you're not doing boxing anymore. And she took me out, and then like. That made me so angry because I didn't want to do it. Like, I was like, and dad was like on board. I was like, dad, I don't want to do footy. I yeah. don't want to do rugby anymore. Yeah. I don't want to fucking do swimming. I just want to box. Yeah. It's like, like, that was it. And he yeah. was like, okay, well, if it keeps you busy year round, I'm good. And like, but mum was like, no, nah, his grades are going to shit. My grades got even worse once she pulled me out of it. Wow. But like, she's pretty stubborn, my mum. And, uh, like and then like yeah when when you just got fucking when your favorite outlet's been taken from you of course no, and like that sucks. when you're a kid in with no internet or rather you get the internet and then the racist people find you on the internet and they're like yeah they tell you you're right for being angry do, do you reckon that's yeah. fascist that action to take you away i know we'll copy it deep that was straight away to fascism but mm. um like she didn't allow you to be free to do what you want. She cut away the boxing, so then it's authoritarian. And then, and then you, from that like fascist action, you actually end up becoming 
right wing, which is a kind of fascist if that mentality. It, it's so it's like, much, what is that even is fascist? I don't know what fascist I think, is. I think authoritarian is the, is the, is the better. She went authoritarian on him and uh, then his, his basically beliefs became, yeah, like, uh, the, like, you know, you're, you're pointing the finger at these I don't know what you're doing, but you're blaming the fucking well, the it, people. It is like, a little bit like, like when you start fucking up, like when you start questioning and fucking with the liberty of others, it's like gonna cause issues like cool. in a society. I feel like if you fuck with like, you know, the thing is like when you live in a free society, I feel like you're gonna run into weird shit because it's free. And the thing is, it's like, you don't need to understand it but like, I don't think you, I, I think it's like a dark path when you go down and start questioning it. It's like, oh, these people shouldn't be allowed to do of this. Course. These people shouldn't be allowed to do this. And it's like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't be allowed to do this then, you know? So it's like, I think you're, in my, in my mind, it's like, you're better off just leaving most people to their own devices most of the time. Yeah. And like, yeah, you should only like police you your behavior. try to like nudge them in the right direction, but you- you yeah. can't just be tell, 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 tell someone no you can't you have to go this way because yeah. they will build resentment and they, and they might go the exact opposite way anytime they get the chance pretty so, much it's, not, in, it's not interesting the more that you hold the harder you hold on to something the more you push it away 100% and, mm. and, and, the, and the more you try to push someone away from something the more they are yeah it's m- like the forbidden magnetized fruit. to it mm. exactly, mm. exactly. Mm. so how many years did you do boxing for? Uh, I feel like I was entering the competitive stage for like three years, but like all up, I think I was training from like 10 to 16. Damn, man. Like so you've 16. got it in you, like still. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know about that. But, uh, you yeah, went like, back and did it? You don't still do it? Oh, like I train a bit now, but like... Bro, you did it for six years. Even if you left it for 10 years, after a few months, you'll be... Oh, you maybe. At a young age, right? Maybe, but like... Did the, you have any fights? Yeah, a few. I had a few amateurs, sick, which was man. like... was so sick. Fuck, I loved it. That's awesome. Even the fight I lost was awesome. That's awesome. You, fuck. I mean, everyone was saying after the fight, like, you should have won that shit. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, but fuck, I still feel good. <laughs> I just used to do karate. <laughs> you used to do karate? Yeah, I was younger. Karate. Karate, I don't think I passed, but like, the, went past like orange belt, I think it was the, the most I went. Yeah. Orange belt. <laughs> Did they call you Asian orange? Orange belt. They called me um, Dr. Orange just, <laughs> they call you Dr. Orange Dip. <laughs> Just, yeah, Dr. Orange. Dr. Orange. Were they having oh, a stroke when they told you this? Or? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, so how did you two guys meet? How long have you guys known each other for? A uh, long time, what? Since 2007, so 16 11, years. You met on 11, Christmas. We met at 11, we're like 17. No, unfortunately 11, no. 12. Met so 11, 12. 11, 12, we met, age? 12 years old, yeah. 11, 12, yeah, 12. 12 years old. So, and so you guys were 12 years old in 2007. And we're playing soccer, yeah, so we're 90, 95. Yeah, year, nine, year 7. I had to think about that for a bit. Yeah, nice. Like, how old am I? <laughs> 95, yeah. So, that means you're like fucking 28 years old, both of you. This year. This year. Yeah, turning. I'm 29. 29. How about you, Alex? I'm 25. Oh, you're the young one here, bro. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like it. Because eight years of FIFO has a way of aging you rapidly. Oh, god damn. damn. That's why I look younger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underground mining was hard, and then above ground mining was hard. And, like, they just both rape your bodies in different ways. 
He come out and it's just like your joints are like. He did eight years, but that's the secret to aging. He has this is doing nothing. <laughs> that's why no semen um, treatment. Semen treatment. You what know, you? Like yeah, like um. Just get I, the reason I have soft hands is because these are hands of someone that um, has worked a day in his life. Like right. um. And jerks off a lot. I jerk off a lot. Sperm yeah. on my hand a lot. Right. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've kind of been doing that lately, but a slightly different approach. I've been edging lately, which has been edging the fuck out, but not busting. That's yeah. healthier, man. That's yeah. a way to keep kids young. Uh, but I've been trying to not touch myself at all, so, but I've, I've been failing. Oh, just edge yourself, man. I know, it's hard. Just edge it, it. No, it becomes easier the more you do it. Because have, you, I'm you having get sex it. withdrawals right now. Sex withdrawals? Yeah, I broke up with a girl, and uh, after that, like, oh. I kind of just want to... Learn to be alone for a bit before I meet the next person. You know, I hate sex withdrawals. Hey, but but you, you know, it gets harder before it gets easier. So you know. Yeah, but like going from the point where like you're having sex every night to going and having no sex, that's like the absolute Self-love. worst. Yeah, I would. You develop an addiction to it, kind of thing. You? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Thank God I was doing FIFO because I just got on bags of coke and hookers for yeah. like four months. <laughs> just went on a four that month. Ext- that also probably extends the uh, time God. till you feel better. Yeah, you know, you, know, you, you got to have to like not go and escape after a breakup, and just kind of like sit in it for a bit. Like yeah, okay with it. I don't think it was the healthy thing to do, yeah. but uh, I did it. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good thing to try and then be like, oh, I guess that wasn't. The right way. It wasn't as fulfilling as I thought it would be. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but it would have been, bro. Come on, you can make a, like a show or a movie about that one day. Someday. Yeah, people who make the correct like choices in life all the time are boring. They're boring as fuck. <laughs> they you, need, are. you need people to. They own like three investment to, properties. <laughs> exactly. Like. And you hate them. <laughs> who's gonna make a movie about that? Just look at Greg. He lived his life the way. He paid his taxes. By the books, he paid his taxes. <laughs> he never went to jail. Never he never to... fucked a hooker. That guy sucks. Fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that fucking stuck his chewing gum under the table at school. Yeah. Real rebel. Real rebel. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. then you look at someone like Wolfie. Yeah. Who's he, tried to do everything right, but fucked it up. He's an interesting character. 100%. Oh, I like him so much. He's all nice too, which is like... I think he's so nice. Most man. comedians are nice. No, but I feel like the best ones are the nicest. A lot of them are. The best ones, man. A lot of them are. I just think it's, it's really weird putting someone on a pedestal like that. Because yeah. it's like, I kind of think the world of him. Yes. And then, like, when you think of the world of someone for their craft, then when you get to know them, even on, like, a, a remotely personal level, yes. and you discover that they're hell nice, it's like, yes. it's like you're discovering oh, a whole other human, 100%, you know? 100%. And it's like, oh, you're not just a fucking, you know, man-god I painted in my mind. Yeah, you're also yeah. just a normal dude who... Gets anxious. And, yeah, and wants friends and wants to be like... gets anxious, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Like, just because you're... Besides, you know, I think... Uh, even if you met, who's your favorite comedian in the world? Is it, is it Wolfie? Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, that's, thank God. Probably Nick, <laughs> probably Nick Mullen. I have moments, I, I have phases, Nick man. Hunter. I have phases. Nick Hunter. Favorite comedian? Phases, yeah, <laughs> with like favorite comedian. <laughs> yeah, like, you're never getting right a now I'm enjoying Richard Pryor. I love Pryor. you, Nick. Richard Pryor. I love yeah, it. I just like been finding his like old shit that I've never seen. Yeah. And, fuck, man. Yeah, Richard Pryor is like, I reckon he's on the Mount Rushmore of comedy of all time. Oh, it sounds like you're watching a movie or listening to a movie when you when he talks. Yeah. It's so fun. That, that is something else. That bit he had 
which I can't repeat repeat the bit word for word. Uh, but that bit he had, which is like, um, it's like you'd always get those black brothers coming to the town, and they'd bless everyone and say, like, "God be with you, bless you, have a beautiful day, yada yada." And then he would be like, you just get the older couple folks going and be like, "That look crazy." <laughs> I don't know what made that so funny but it just fucking did some people are just effortlessly funny for the like weirdest things 100% only for their character not even just for their words it's just their body language like Martin Darcy yes the voices yes so he's not funny it's just his voice it's just (laughs) the autism it's the autism that's funny I was laughing at my disability (laughs) well I was thinking of it's like Mr Bean right (laughs) pretty much I was thinking of putting this uh, podcast through a fucking renaming and calling it Weaponized Autism. Which is <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't know how I, we go about doing that. We'll probably get even more cancelled than we already have. I've got, a, I've got a great name for a podcast. Like, what's it called? Great Chills. Great Chills. Great, great Hangs. Just Great Chills. Great Chills. Just you smoking J's all the time, having a different guest on every week. You can do it sober sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> every yeah, I'm sure Joe Rogan. I'm sure Joe Rogan does um, it sober sometimes. I like it probably depends so on his guests. Most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. He's like learned to, you know, you learn. Oh, I, I feel like it probably depends on his guest. True. Like when it, he's got like uh, his mates. Yeah, his mates. Like professor. Yeah. Probably. When he's got Duncan Trussell on, it's it's like. We're breaking something stronger out than let's some green shrooms. Yeah, let's get shrooms. Yeah. Do you guys know Duncan Trouble? Yeah. He's I watched like a bit of his uh, thing. His animated series? Yeah. Such a good series. First time I watched that was on Acid, which it's incredibly trippy on Acid. And then I was like, I want to rewatch this. Watch it again sober. It's still incredibly trippy while sober. Wow. And I'm like, I gotta. Yeah, I watched it high the first time. Uh, yeah. What, what is it? What it's, do you make? It's, it's this animated series where basically he's a guy traveling through different multiverses, interviewing people. Collecting research. Pr- collecting research for a podcast, basically. Well, so Midnight all, Gospel. Sorry? Yeah. Midnight Gospel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you've what seen it, haven't you? I've seen bits. Yeah, same. Oh, okay, cool. Like, not all of it. <laughs> yeah. I back to back it all in, like, I watched the whole series in one night, and then when I rewatched it, I watched it all again in another. Come on, it was man. just so good. I don't know. I, I, have a, I have a fascination with that show. Okay. But I just think it's really cool how he edited the show with the podcast, because it's actual real, like, segments from podcasts he recorded in real life. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fucking... It's real trippy. It's worth That's a watch. Cool. That's cool. What's it called again? Midnight Gospel. Midnight Gospel. All right, mm. I'm gonna watch this. So, curious, Archie Sadi. It's like you're from Iraq originally. I am Iraqi. Yeah. When? How old were you when you moved over here? Uh, left at six, arrived here at seven. Right. Yeah, it took okay. a long boat trip. It's not the boat trip. It was because you had to go from country to country. Ah, right. Um, the, the boat trip itself was like three weeks long. Fuck. Two to three weeks long. Fuck that. Yeah, so it wasn't even like a long boat trip. I mean, that's a pretty long boat yeah. trip, but. Was it a yeah. nice boat? Oh, awesome, bro. <laughs> it's a yacht, man. It was hot bitch. First everywhere. class um, in, the, in the hull of the boat, you know? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. The best wood, you know, money could buy. Yeah. You sat on. Money could steal. <laughs> sat on. <laughs> Shrimp. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah those are good times. Can you eat barnacles? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't you have to ask. You have to ask the barnacles. Yeah. What's barnacle? It's a barnacle. They're like the things on the bottom of the ship. They suck on. Oh yeah. Mm. Like slightly like snail. No, yeah. no, they're like. They look like rocks, really, on them, right? Like salt or something. I don't know why I even asked. So it doesn't matter. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I but idea. being from like Iraq, like how do you think that like has shaped your fucking sense of humour? Like for growing up Iraqi Australian. Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it's done quite a lot, because um, when when you grow up in a country, right, and like Arabic was was the only language I spoke from zero to six, right, mm-hmm. and then you just get plopped into a brand new brand new environment. People, everyone's speaking a different language. Mm. You feel very out of place. Yeah. Right, and and it's like. Like anxiety is through the roof. Like apparently, I wasn't a very anxious kid in Iraq at all. Zero anxiety. And then when I came to Australia, like uh, mom was even telling me the other week, she's like, "Yeah, like you, you like it's like a it was a complete. I was a lot more anxious. And I think it's because of that that change in 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 environment where I, now I can really interact with people. Mm. And I think that makes you try harder with, with people, you know, to, to prove yourself. And I think that could have maybe helped with. Um, with my sense of humor, because I had to try a lot harder. Even where you got plucked in in Perth, like when you had a unique experience with that, where you like went to a school with Aboriginals, like yes. a lot of them were Aboriginals. With, with Indigenous people and and like um yeah, I went to school, uh, but like you were the only seven year old with facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. And he went up, <laughs> and he went, went up a he went up a um, a year like in like he asked to get be pushed up. He asked to get pushed up. Yeah, I didn't do E6 here. You didn't do E6? Yeah, so like uh, in Sydney, b- b- back when I was in primary school, E7 was high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, E7 was, but here E7 was still primary school. Yeah. So when, when I came to Perth, I, w- I was meant to be in E6, which was the final year of primary school. But then I came here and they were like, yeah, no, you've got E6 and E7 and then high school. And then I, I asked the principal at uh, my primary school and I was like, can you, can I, can I, I want to. I want to go to E seven. I don't want to do E six. I want to go to E seven because I want to do high school next year. Because that, that, that's what it was going to be. That's what so was going to happen. So what was the age displacement? Were you the same age as everyone in year seven? He, I was actually a year older than people, and that's why he was like, you know what? He looked at my grades and he was like, I mean, you're meant to be in year in year seven, so I'll put you in year seven. Yes. Yeah, so I was actually like a year in Sydney. It was like half and half. People in year six were either like 12 or 11 and, and I was I was in that older category mm. so when I came here I was actually like I was older than most people in my year so so like as soon as I asked the principal he looked at my grades he was like you, you know what you're meant to be in uh, in year seven anyway so I just skipped year six so, so how how was the bullying like naturally you could have taken advantage being older and, and jacked as you are no I wasn't jacked back then <laughs> I wasn't jacked and dude I've never I've never been in a fight in my whole life no never I've never, I've never been in a fight in my whole life. Well, don't come out for nights out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in many street fights? Oh, uh, just a few, just a few hundred. Just no, 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 just enough for it to be a problem. It was worse back when wow. I was living in Bunbury. Yeah, like um, it's a fucking, it's a serious problem when like you you you, you like you grow up being known as a boxer. Yes, and like your mates and God bless them, like I love them so much. But you get a couple of mates, not all of them, yeah. a couple of them, yeah. 
that think you want to that, that they think you want to fight all the time of because course, you're a boxer. Of course, and, and it's like, and it's like, I feel like make like doing boxing made me want to fight even less of because course. it's like. I just looked at him like, guys, I know what fucking getting punched in the head is like. It's fucking horrible, you know? 100%. Like, That's so true. Yeah. I feel like the more someone is into, like, it's not just boxing, any martial art, Yeah. the, the more wary they are of getting themselves into into a real fight. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm Because they know I'm... how much damage can be done uh, in, in, like, two seconds. Yeah. It, that, like and that's literally damage. all it takes to like yeah. do someone some pretty serious bodily harm. Hundred percent. And uh, I was just like, "Hey guys, I'd I'd rather not." Oh, dick pic. <laughs> no, I think it's the um, fighting gym that I did a free trial at. Ah, um, oh, nice. Why? But like, they've been calling me, and I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna go back. So. I no, you're ghosting your gym. Yeah. Well, He's well, ghosting. I'm going to go to a free trial. Yeah. <laughs> That's alright. Just and some dude stepped on his toe, and he you now he's like, "I can't do this anymore." If I pick up another martial art, it will be Muay Thai because I love the idea of stomping on people's feet. <laughs> it's like it just seems so effective. Yeah, just kicking. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been doing. That's what I've been doing for the last couple of months. Muay Thai. Yeah, Muay Thai. Nice. Yeah, I, I did it when I was a kid, mm. but only for a year. See, like that's what I mean. Like you did it for six years. If you go back to boxing, you'll you'll pick it up in like just a few months. I prefer you, you, to fight. Oh I like talk. You know how like UFC fighters would be like, oh, I I um I leave the I, I do my talking with my fists. Yeah. Yeah, I I do my talking with my mouth. Yeah, no. Yeah, I see that. I, I do them with my with my legs, my feet, and my mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> your legs and your feet. My legs, my feet, and my mouth. Not even my fists. <laughs> you don't use your hands at all. <laughs> I do it with my genitals. Uh, just get and juiced. And your in. mouth. And my mouth. Yeah. Yes. I got feedback from someone recently. I was like, asked in a fuck buddy of mine. I was like, how do you rate my ass eating? Yes. And they were like, eight. Yeah. Eight out of ten. And I'm like, I was stoked for that. But can you trust that? Because uh, imagine it was a two. Would they be like two? This person I'm sleeping with is very fucking honest. Wow. So they, they have no issue telling me. Oh, they're very good at lying. No, they're not because they tell me where I'm bad too. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Like the fact I make jokes right in the middle of sex. And it's, it's, that's the worst time. You're a, you're a true comedian, right? Yeah. And they're like, why do you do that? And I'm like, because if I don't say it, I won't remember it later, you know? Do you remember one of the jokes you said during sex? Yeah. Yeah, it was a real shitty pun, yeah. but I was pretty happy with it. Yeah. It's like, um, what do you call a fake noodle? And she's like, ah. Oh, oh, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, an impasta. Uh. She was just like, what what the fuck is going on with your brain? Yeah. And I'm like, I am still trying to figure that out. And then the pussy dried up and she told him that. got that idea from having sex with her. Uh, I don't know if it was from having sex with her, but it was while having sex with her. That's certainly... You need to be more in the moment during sex, bro. I probably should be. I mean, Martin also has a thing on this where once he's got the rhythm, he just starts thinking of other things. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like, it's an easy, once you got the rhythm, it's easy. And you're like, oh, you know, I know this person, I know what they like. So I just start writing bits. <laughs> but then she clicked on, she's like, you're not like paying attention. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> 
fucking hell. Good time. Yeah. Um, oh, you were born in Australia, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I had like one year and a half in... So I missed year six year as well, but I was in Syria. Syria? For a year and a half, yeah. Nice. Did you go by boat or...? No, I'm playing. <laughs> I was ready, so I was born here, so I, my mum had a passport. citizenship. And, did you keep any of the boat? No. I did... Uh, I kept one thing. Um, it was like a, a big shell that I stole in, in, in refugee camp. And that's the only thing I, that's I cool. kept in that. Yeah, I know. It was the only thing I've ever stolen in my life as well. They were good save there. Sorry. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay, CIA. <laughs> Immigration. <laughs> I never stole anything else in my life. <laughs> Martin and I, don't worry, Martin and I have confessed to so much worse shit on this podcast. So many crimes. Yeah. I'm trying to know, like, because I know I've mentioned it on the pod a few times, but yeah. I've mentioned it to a few other people in passing. Where yeah. the fuck did you hear? That I was in a hate group. Bro, it doesn't matter where I heard it, but I heard it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed, but I just want to know how it gets around. And yeah. I forgive you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay, because I have not forgiven you. You are cured, uh, as long as you are cured. Yeah. Just don't let, um, just if you ever become famous, hopefully, then I have your t- like tweets or some shit. <laughs> Oh man, man, I have so much dirt on me. I'm gonna look after so many people if I ever become successful. You gotta bribe someone, bro. Make sure you become rich like Andrew Tate and then. Oh man, I'll have to send like assassins back. It's like this person, this person, this person, and this person have dirt on me. And don't worry, I'm not sending anyone back to kill comedians because I like comedians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, right. Well, comedians are interesting because I feel like. Uh, for the most part, we're all pretty self-loathing creatures on some level. Yeah, we're pretty self-aware. I think anyone who's very, very self-aware has to hate themselves a tiny bit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just... Narcissistic you know, otherwise? Yeah, somebody who just loves themselves too much. They're, in a way, they're delusional. Yeah. Because, yeah, I feel like all humans... Come on, Sadi. You have to... I'm, I'm looking at you. You've definitely looked in the mirror and beaten up oh, a couple of dude. times. Oh, dude. No, I used to be. I used to be a narcissist. Very narcissist. I mean, I'm still not. Everyone who's healthy is a bit of a narcissist. But I used to be on the extreme end. On the extreme end, you know. Like I used to go to festivals shirtless. Like I'm fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> These days, I'm like I probably wouldn't. Did you do that with my mom? <laughs> I did. Sure did. Did you think he was a douchebag too? I guess we were douche, douchebags. No, but I wore the douchebag thing on my on my chest, you know. Oh, right. I'm a douchebag. What about it? Yeah. Did you ever wear that thing that's like, um, like the, you know, the little weird like sleeves you put coconuts in? No, no, no. I wasn't gay, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, those two aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> in fact, I feel like there's a lot of overlap there. Yeah. It's like no. I mean, it's, you can be you can you can be gay, but not a douchebag. But that, man, I would love to meet a, a gay douchebag. I've never met one of those. I oh, do. Come out with me sometime. Really? Loads of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, you'd be great to be gay and be a comic. Yeah, because you get away with so much. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I kind of just, I kind of just want to fuck one dude just so I can use the word faggot on stage. <laughs> well, I heard the other day Dumbledore is gay. He's yeah, gay. I think he's also a pedophile, but that's oh. just my opinion. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I th- but who cares? Like you know, but at the same time, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> it's like it's some of the smartest people. In- 
our history were gay, like, <laughs> secretly, like, or like you know, because obviously if they said yeah, they, they get like killed or something. But Leonardo da Vinci, yeah, yeah, he yeah, drew, he liked to draw dicks, so like he kind of had like a yeah, and he was insane some of his fucking designs and everything, so he was pretty yeah. He's into well, dicks. Who drew dicks? Dumbledore. Um, what's his name? Um, Leonardo, Leonardo da Vinci. Vinci. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about Dumbledore. No, yeah, Leonardo. No. Oh, yeah, it was, but then I was, I was like linking it to like uh. real life. Because yeah. with, with Dumbledore, he's really just Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know he was played by Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci? <laughs> uh, Rich Leonardo. Harris was pretty fucking old. Leonardo. The other thing, too, it like, I got. Uh, speaking of gay people, uh, Mark and I were riffing out this very funny bit earlier, which was like where uh, a son comes out to his dad and he's like, Dad, I'm gay. Yeah. And the dad just says to him, It's like, son, just because you hate women doesn't mean you want to fuck men. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but. It's <laughs> I find it funny if a son would be like, Dad. Like after he's like you know eighteen or something, he's like, "Dad, I have something to tell you. I'm gay." And then that's just like, "Yeah, no shit, son." No shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you pussy your nails at the end. You've been fucking guys. I'm not suspicious. Son, I fucked you in the, in the ass and, and you loved it. <laughs> You're gonna become a great comic. <laughs> I did it all for you, my son. I didn't enjoy it at all. Oh my fucking. No. But anyway, you flew to Syria. What was that like? Yeah, it was cool, I guess. Um, went to school there. For a year? Year and a half, yeah. So I um, learned Arabic. Uh, my mum my mom left me to go like in the streets. Right. So like she was one of, uh, like other mums would be like, how can you let your kid like go? You know, like just free in like the street, in like the middle of Damascus, like all the buildings. And, um, but yeah, like my mum had that mentality where it's like the whole, like, you know, go out, be free and learn about yeah. the world. If you come back, good on you. If you don't, good riddance. Good riddance. Thank God. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, 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 if you can't survive, then she prayed. Please, you know? my <laughs> She prayed every oh, day. Are you back again. Are you like, uh, <laughs> Damascus is like a fucking hell sick city to like visit historically. Apparently, there's like loads of sick historical shit there. But so, anywhere in the Middle East, there's so many. Makes sense. A lot has been destroyed from ISIS. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it's just been destroyed throughout history. Yes. It's like yes. Baghdad's been destroyed like four times. Oh yeah, you know you know history, huh? Yeah. It's the world's most attacked city in history. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah, I think like the Persians <laughs> did it, the Greeks did it, the Mongols did it. And yeah. then Especially the Mongols, the Mongols are really f- fucked up. Yeah, the Mongols fucked it up probably worse yeah, than anyone like, else did. They burnt the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh. And now now Baghdad, like then Iraqis did it, and then the no, sorry, the Americans yeah, the did American. it, and then the Iraqis did and then it. The Iraqis did it to themselves. Yeah. yeah, might as well, you know. Yeah, party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, finish on five. It's a good number. You know. Did you know Baghdad when he was created? It was like you know at its peak. You know, it was like like the most advanced city in the world. Yeah, it was called the city of peace. City of peace. City of peace. What it was called? Yeah. Who, who's the Baghdadi? Who runs it? Who runs it? Mm. Um, over over history, like oh, just now. Oh, but me, bro. I'm the Bag Daddy. <laughs> you Bag Daddy, bro. That's the Mac Daddy pimp. Bro. That's the name of my iPhone. Oh, that's the name of your new podcast. Oh yeah, Bag Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a 
Yeah, you should, you should call it bag, as in bag, and then daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the sickest like, name for like, a coke dealer ever. Yeah, that's my daddy. That's my drug <laughs> man. If I become a drug dealer. Have you, have you guys ever met a drug dealer and like, like he tells you that he's a drug dealer, like, sh- like just... Straight away. Straight away, not straight away, like, you know, after like a few minutes of talking, he's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a dealer. Yeah. I, I move kilos. Like, have you got nothing better to talk about? No, I was like, uh, I felt good about myself. Oh, you felt good. Because I'm like, this guy trusts me already. So it happened to me like two weeks ago. No, you must have a trustworthy face. Yeah, or I just look really dodgy. He's like, like, man, he'll really enjoy some coke. (laughs) (laughs) He's good. I met this drug dealer in Connections one night, and we kind of bump into each other every so often, and on nights out, and you know, I'm on something and he's on something, and. But like every time we meet each other, we have like these really spiritual, religious conversations on wow. our like views on the world and society, and it gets real deep. Wow. And then like we fucking yeah, we're like, dude, we've got to do this again. And like the only time we ever do it again is oh, meeting yeah. each other out, which happens so much. Too it's much. a bit disturbing. Wow. Like, but like yeah, it's a fucking sick time with him, and he's a dealer. He's a, what's he on? What kind of drug is he on when he's having these spiritual conversations? Oh, well, I mean, he's done pretty much everything, but generally when I'm speaking to him, he's either on coke or molly. Okay. Um, yeah, MDMA is definitely the oh, spiritual fucking... It can be a spiritual experience, yeah. And then I'm generally on some kind of psychedelic. Okay. Yeah. How many... You've done psychedelics quite a lot, I'm assuming? Yeah, probably more than most. Yeah. So, which is... Probably still not heaps, but yeah. it's probably definitely more than most people have done it. So, how often did you try to do it? I don't know. I don't. I don't try to set a time on it. Okay. Like, I definitely try to have breaks in between doing it, but I don't have like a set amount of time. I just feel like if there's something coming up, which is like, that's gonna be sick. I'm gonna yeah. do something. Okay. Now. Or if I'm in the moment with someone and it's like, you know, I've got something on me. I'm feeling okay. really good. Like, you know, yeah. like. I feel like it's just a matter of waiting for the right time and place. It's like, if I fucking did it all the time, I'd fucking cook myself. And I've had one, and I've like, I've had one bad trip. Yeah. And I, where I did way too much, way too quickly. And I freaked the fuck out. Oh, you freaked out? Dude. Why? Did you think you were dying or something? Dude, I thought the world was ending. Yes. Like fucking fireballs were falling from the sky. Oh, okay. Like I was, I had no clothes on. I was on a car rooftop in Armadale, which... For, it, it was a good thing it happened in Armadale oh, because everyone's probably like just another Saturday night. But so like cool. I was like looking up and I was like raging at the sky. Wow. I was like praying for. I like really wanted. I thought in my head that if one of the fireballs coming down from the sky hit me, then the rest of them would stop and the world would be safe. <laughs> we're chasing them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I wasn't even chasing them. I was screaming at them like. Wow, was this shrooms or LSD? LSD. LSD. And then, wow. like, my friend who came and kind of saved me, my two friends, they had to stuff me in the back of their car. And it's just me and those two in the car, but I thought there were like five people stuffed wow. in the back seat with me, so it felt hell claustrophobic. And then there, there was that. And then my friend's face was aging right before my eyes. He had to grab my dick to stop me from pissing in the car. <laughs> It was like, it was, a, it was a bad time for everybody. You had to suck it because uh, I wouldn't <laughs> come down otherwise. He <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, you know, he had to, he had to. Yeah. Was yeah. All in the name of helping me out. It pretty much was, eh? It pretty much was. Like, 
fucking what a rager I was on. I was so cooked. Wow, dude. Like, that sounds like a fucking experience, but it was sick. Yeah. I've had anything like that. Yeah. I had one bad trip and I just thought I was dying. I thought like that's it. I'm actually gonna die, and I, I accepted it. I was like, all right, come on then, <laughs> come on then, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just didn't die, and I was like, oh yeah. Okay. I'm invincible now. I'm gonna be <laughs> Well, like the, the thing was, I, feel, back home. I talked to someone about it, and they're like, oh, well, yeah, because I told him I was like, oh, I had a bad trip, and he was like, they say like your worst fears confront you when you're having a bad trip. Well, and I was like, oh, the dinosaurs. Pretty much. And he was wow. just like, you weren't afraid of dying? And I was like, the thought of like, dying wasn't as bad as the thought of all life ending. Yeah, like the whole world. Yeah. And and then- oh. am, I, am, I, am I mean for, for thinking I'd, I'd rather the whole world end than me end with it. So I'm to watch it end, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, there's nothing else. So yeah. What's the point of wanting to live forever? Uh, I know, I know. I don't know why I thought that way, but it kind of hit me in the moment. I'm like, yeah, just fucking watching things. And then I thought they had to drive me home and I thought cops were chasing us the entire way. And like, oh man, it was... Because it's in Armadale. And I don't know if I've been in Armadale on a Friday or Saturday night, but there are cop cars whizzing by every 30 seconds. Really? It is fucking horrendous. Wow. And like, I thought they were all following me. It's like the stereotypes it says, huh? Man, it was... It was it not like, good. Wow. Yeah. The, the last, like, insane thought I had in my head before, like, I started to, like, go past the peak was, like, oh, my God, like... I had, at this point, I knew I was, like, I was having a bad trip. Yeah. The bad trip was not done with me yet. And I thought they were driving me to my house. Oh, sorry. They were driving me to an asylum to put me in a straitjacket for the rest Ooh. of my life. <laughs> and, like, That's and so I was, funny. Yeah. And I just had this image of, like, my siblings and my parents visiting me, me rocking back and forth, telling jokes and shit wow. like that. <laughs> It's, just, it's oh so God. fun that like on LSD or mushrooms you jump to these insane conclusions. Yes. Like, and you're so sure. And you're of so it. convinced that it's real. Yeah. Like, I and no one can convince you otherwise. Dude, yeah. dude, it's it's uh, scary. Yeah, because then you're like, how do I know that you're telling me the truth? And you get like so suspicious scary. of everyone. Fuck. God, yeah. That's oh. an experience, bro. No, never done. Wait, so like in that moment, were you accepting the trip or were you fighting against it? Because you know they say if you're if you're having a bad trip, just you know accept it. Just you know, kind of. Like- At some points, I was fighting it. Yeah. Other point, like towards the end, when it was still definitely a bad trip, I was yeah. accepting it. Okay, okay. And that's what I think kind of helped me get. Past yeah, the yeah. Peak. So if you, if you did that from the start, it probably would have been less intense. Yeah, but the problem was it started at this FIFO crew gambling night, poker night we had, and like everyone was on shit. And like we were all drinking a bit, and then these strippers comes in, and I swear one to God, one of the strippers was kind of fucking with me. And then when I was playing poker, I smashed the first hand, like I, like completely dominated the first hand, and I couldn't even see my fucking cards. Wow. Like, and, like, and the cards, like, the only cards I could see were picture cards, and they were talking to me, like. They're telling you the secrets. So. Man, they were pulling. They were. They were, One of them was saying to me, "Oh, keep the hand in the thing. Like, keep. Don't fucking. Who the fuck is that?" That vibration. Oh. oh, oh, it's my sister. Ah, do you need to take so, that? Um, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, that was 
fucking horrendous. That's you guys great. had any bad trips? I'm I feel like you've definitely had a bad trip or two. Uh, I actually haven't. All good ones? Yeah, like, no. I'm so jealous. You've never had a bad trip? Yeah, and he, he, he's done it quite a few times. I've seen it. Yeah, it's like you have. <laughs> no, I, I, oh fuck! No. His life has been a bad trip. I mean, he's, he's still in one. Maybe, maybe a couple of trips down to the like um those underwater under like those caves. Oh yeah, yeah. Ones that's a bad one. Yeah, I don't, maybe I had a few. Didn't enjoy it. Yeah, right. Fuck that. Oh, bad trip. God, that is. That's just my alarm. It's just my alarm to wake me up for work in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are you doing these days? Uh, when I'm not doing electrical cashies, yeah. I do uh, um, bar work. Bar. Mainly bar yeah, work. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, it's just chill and I'm good at it. And it's also a really good opportunity to practice jokes. True, yeah. yeah. And you're constantly interacting with people. I Pretty feel like much. it's very important. That's cool. It's a really good way to like kind of build up on skills that like people involve skills. charisma. Yes. So huge. Like that's huge. what I kind of like it for. And yeah. my boss loves me and I love my boss. She's the sickest lady ever. That's I, I feel like that's so true because back when I was doing uh, removals, I was talking to people all the time. Yes. And then I felt like I was good at talking to people. Yes. Like I, I was really in the moment and I was just present and now I feel so autistic a hundred percent it's so I feel the exact same way we used to do door-to-door sales and like that was like I feel like like the peak and even you talk like in a different way to people it's so bizarre I know hey how you going mate how's the human to human interaction in your work every day is so important yeah (laughs) I do feel like for some like there's there comes a certain point where you need to fucking de-isolate from human interaction but I work sometimes, I work fill-in staff for a few late night bars in the city. Yeah. And that's like, that's a totally different kind of interaction. It's totally, because I work a pretty chill bar. It can get hectic in there sometimes and like I'm constantly pouring drinks. Yeah. But it's not like a hectic bar. Yeah. But when you work like a late night bar and you're just constantly shaking drinks and making fucking booze, it's so like... like a work, yeah. Oh man, it's just kind of like... You kind of got to blot out society. You kind of got to block out humanity, which is of hard course. to do when there's so much around you. Yeah, and getting flow, huh? It's, yeah. It's just you and the booze. It's just me and the booze, which I constantly want to drink, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. Working in the late night bar at City, because then the late night bars, depending on what bar you work at, like you close up at two. Yeah. Then you kick onto a nightclub, which is going to be open for another four hours, and it's like, well, yeah, that's our night gone. Yeah, let's just go kick on. Yeah. But yeah, so like, what do you? What kind of jobs have you guys had? So cut door to door sales. Door to door sales. Door to door sales. Who would taxi drivers? Taxi drivers. Taxi drivers. I was a Domino's uh, a delivery boy. Domino's delivery yeah, boy. Door to door salesman. Taxi driver. Yep, and now I own a business, which is quite boring. What <laughs> business do you own? Just a, a disability support business. All oh, right. Yeah, which is it's so. It's great, but it's so boring. I hate talking about it. It's <laughs> like, yep, it's a small business. Uh, I love, I love the like in terms of like the job, but just talking about it is so boring. Yeah, and the, the, the money's pretty good, but nice. Just talking about it is so. I'd rather talk about the Domino's delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great how those kinds of jobs because they're so shitty create stories. Hundred percent, so much more interesting, bro. Like, what well, owning a business is like. 
it's not even relatable anyway. It's like, oh yeah, I have to manage people, I have to hire staff, like, yeah. fuck that, bro. Tell me about that time you delivered the pizza to someone and he was fucking, like... Mm-hmm. The was it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it happened to me once. I was just, all I, all I, all I, this, I was a virgin, bro. And all, all I hear is like, is moaning. And I'm just there at the front and all I just hear like, oh. And I was so excited. I was just like, I like wanted to. I, I didn't want to knock. I was just wanted to keep enjoying the beautiful sounds. Uh, I remember in uni, uh, I was so lonely, and I was living at uh, the the uni, and then there were people fucking next door, and then I jerked off to the noise of them fucking. Of course, man. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the best porn ever. But, but then they came out. It was two dudes. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to Is this real? Yeah, yeah. No, I totally forgot. That is hilarious. That's fucking funny. (laughs) That's so good. That explains so much. uh. (laughs) And and they were like 80 years old. Yeah, they came out as my dad and my uncle. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's fucking good. I was seeing both of you as taxi drivers. When you guys were taxi drivers, was it ever amusing to you when someone like completely fucked off their head, got in a car? Um, it really happened because it's very rarely, so yeah. rarely. Don't, don't think it even happened. Really. Yeah, so because um, we were doing disabled people and uh, elderly uh, in maxi taxi. Like, uh, yeah, and and and, we and we'd work during the day. It wasn't like late nights. Uh, but but I, I did a few shifts with my dad back when he was a taxi driver, taxi driver as well. Um, and I'd go out with him. Like like I'd literally just be bored at home, and then I'd go and I'd sit in the passenger seat of the taxi, and we'd go to Fremantle and we'd pick up drunk people. Hmm. And like, so those are the only like real experiences I had. And it was just drunk people, bro. Well, I you, love them. You just have to worry about them puking in your car. And Cause I feel like it'd be very funny if I hopped in your car. Like it'd be funny for you. It'd be probably horrendous for me, but I just hop in your car and I'm gurned out of my head. And they'd be like, uh, yeah, had a good night, bro. And I'm just like, oh yeah, bro, I'm so, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, uh, we have to do a prepay, bro. You have to pre- prepay me the form. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. Trust yeah you. we only take cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go for it, bro. Yeah, so what do you do tonight? Oh, I fucking <laughs> did half a gram of Molly, three tabs of acid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hooked up with a chick, got sucked off by a tranny. You know, just standard Saturday night behaviors, really. Gotta love it. Mm. Yeah, taxi driver. So you're in a relationship at the moment, Sadi. Oh yeah. And you're freshly out of a relationship, Omar. Yeah. You're happy to be single again? <clears throat> yeah, I am. Yeah, nice. Is it, was it the same person? I was, just, I was with one girl for four years and then I've been out that relationship for one year. Okay. Fuck yeah. So, you're going to come for a night out with me sometime? Why not? Fuck yeah. I feel like you and I, if we got on the fucking tabs would have such a good conversation <laughs> yeah yeah I, just, I can attest to that yeah. Omar just asked me so tell me like what people did you used to hate specifically <laughs> <laughs> I really hate one people <laughs> yeah it's fucking Samsung users the Samsung <laughs> I'm the enemy dude but I gotta support my people Sam and Sung you stubborn Sam and Sung my uncles <laughs> Sam and Sung who, who, who did you hate who did you hate it's okay um, you can Oh. Thing league. It's all right. It's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you hated the Muslims, right? No, nah, not really. Actually, not really? I kind of always like Muslims. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. Wow. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
fascinated by I'm Muslim, Muslim bro, and I'm, I'm like, that's surprising for a white dude. <laughs> well, again, like, I wasn't your typical racist. Yeah, so, okay. like, uh, no. But, like, I always found Islamic history and Islamic culture fascinating. Because I'm a big history nerd. Yeah, I like that. And like Saladin is like one of my like favorite historical figures to read about. I find him like just just really, really, a really fascinating guy. Saladin. Who's he? Who's he? Um, He's uh, he was the head of no, not even the head. He was the founder of the Umayyad Caliphate, which was like stretched from like modern day Turkey all through Syria, Iraq, Lebanon, Jordan and Palestine all the way to Egypt and I think all the way to Tunisia. It was wow. a big fucking empire. Yeah, yeah. Well, But he was like, he founded- Especially the whole Middle East. Though. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And he, he defeated the Crusaders in the Third Crusade. So like he, he brought them to a halt. And then he, he took back Jerusalem um, in 1189. Wow. I think it was the year. And then they took it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Took it back real good. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. But yeah, he's like a really interesting guy because like he uh, obviously throughout his conquest he became hell wealthy. Yeah. But like when he died, he gave all of his wealth away to the poor. Wow, I didn't know that. And like yeah, and him and Richard the Lionheart, who was like he's kind of his like arch nemesis during the Third Crusade. Yeah. They never met each other, but they wrote each other letters constantly and sent each other gifts. So like when, like that sounds like so gay, but back then it was so normal. Like, yeah, we wrote each other letters. Yeah, sent each other gifts. Some tulips and. Yeah, and meanwhile they're just like hacking each other's people apart in the battlefield. Wow. But like, yeah, he he was a really interesting guy, but. Isn't it cool how back then the people were so into like poetry, like even like warriors? And yeah. Shit. They were very into poetry. So like, like articulate their thoughts. Yeah, like everyone yeah. W- would write poetry, especially in the Middle East. Because like, they got your pussy, dude. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, literally. I thought <laughs> yeah. that that was their way of like... Of, well, there's no uh, internet or anything. True. So, so it was just... Write poetry. Yeah. Yeah, you say a verse. It's like, we can't behead people all the time, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, you got to have the opposite. Yeah. No, I'm jealous, man. I wish I'm not really, I'm not very poetic. Uh, like, I write yeah. poems when I'm tripping. It's cool. Man. Yeah. I, I wish, I wish I was more like, you know, sometimes I do, I try, but I'm never impressed with myself. Uh, <laughs> what is it like? What constitutes a poem? Doesn't, it depends on the type. I don't know. I think, I think as long as it's like. Rhymes. Not even just rhyme. As long as it's like a riling something up in you emotionally. Yeah. And it's like, you know. It's symbolic. It's not just yeah. like a cold, hard, just f- facts or something. Yeah. You know? It's a poem. Because a lot of poems, they don't write. Yeah. You know, they just... Some of the best poems don't write. Yeah. yeah. There's a name for poems that don't write. It just... Mm. Yeah, there is. Name. There is. There's yeah, name. there is. Yeah. But yeah. I think poetry just, it's like, it makes you feel. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's very emotional. It's like a relatable... Well, comedy in a way is poetry. Yes, yes, yes. A lot of, a lot of comedy is poetry, yeah. yeah. A lot of comedy. So you say that you don't write poetry, but you do in a way. In a way, but it's not the you know the very. Emotional. But it's not it's not the gayest poetry. It's like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. poetry for the homies. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And then comedy doesn't exactly. rhyme. Poetry so. for the bros. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I kind of I I kind of like uh, I kind of like Muslims. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, cool. Uh, but uh, and I liked I liked like African American culture, particularly yeah. like. The origin of blues and jazz and shit yes, like that. Yes. I always thought that was I cool. Love black people. Yeah. I'm not racist. But like, 
don't know. I, I felt like for a time I was a raging anti-Semite. Okay. Yeah. Which... Oh, no, I was too when I was really young, bro. Like, 100%. Because you believe, especially if you believe in conspiracy theories. Which right? I still do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, these days, like very very few like there has to be some evidence toward them but back when i was like 10 I'd, you'd go on youtube right yeah you just type in like any and they just illuminati videos would be like top search you know yeah and you'd watch them and it's like always they always had to link back to the sense the semitic people you know? yeah and then obviously yeah, as i learned more and more i just realized anyway, that, yeah well the way i kind of stopped seeing the jews as uh as, as bad people yeah uh like that's that's a fucking declaration for another episode. Yeah. Because it's of kind of wrapped up. Because the thing was, I lost that theory because I dove deeper into conspiracy theories. Of course. And it's like I just read into it more and more and more, of and course. I was like, oh, it's not the Jewish people. It's just like thirteen families that run the yes, world. Yes. 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 And it's like, and they just happen to be Jewish because. Well, like, only half of them are Jewish. Yes. But, like okay. some there of them go. are like, like two of them are Asian. Two of them are Arabic. Oh, there you go. And like the rest are European, but like all of them have like 500 plus years of heritage. Yeah, history. There is yeah. Yeah. the oldest one, the Merovingian dynasty, can trace their heritage all the way back to the rise of the Holy Roman Empire. Wow. So like, yeah. I don't even know who these people are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get so into it don't wow. even get me yeah. started man it's, wow. it's horrific honestly if I you ever hang out it. with me when I'm stoned I'd be fucking <laughs> you tell me, huh? yeah it's like <laughs> your fireballs are falling from the sky I wonder I wonder how much power they actually do have these days but you know like shitloads really yeah. you think so yeah well they're really good at hiding in the yeah, shadows yeah they, are. they yeah. must be like really just amazing at just like pulling the strings in the shadows which is that's why it's hard for me to believe because I don't think anyone is, can, can be that good at hiding in the shadows you know you have to be just oh here you go he's the guy who's actually who's running things you know like Thing. like in America you know it's the donors that, that run things that makes perfect sense because it's, it's quite obvious you yeah. know it's like okay he's he's a political campaign okay and who donated oh, all these companies oh, and the, look oh the gun rally people exactly oh. or the, the gun companies whatever and it's like it's quite obvious you, you see like okay well obviously they're the ones who are, are running things mm. you know it's the it's the contributors but then it's like campaigns. a level beyond that where you're like there's a you know yeah there's like another level which I'm, I'm not even aware of you know obviously that's uh, it's hard for me to believe but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist just because it's hard for me to believe because I'm not like seeing it mm. could be 100% true one thing I wanted to ask you, and I can kind of relate to this on a certain extent, like like being in a hate group for, for a period of time. I feel like being in a hate group, yeah. the, the perception that people have of a lot of hate groups is wrong. Like from my perception is a lot of them are actually... There's a lot of love in hate, hate groups. Well, for each other, yeah. But like a lot of them are actually like... Keep hating, bro. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them were actually fairly smart guys yeah. but like they just never had any fucking positive outlet given to them in their yeah. life you know no, I, they'd been like totally kind of fucking uh, misled by the people around them so they just needed like a sense of belonging to something yeah yes. and then they and find it just that. happened to yes. be mm. what it was yeah no that's I believe that 100% like I'm pretty sure the vast majority of people who commit mass shootings mm. if you actually tested their like IQ they'd be like 
be like, wow, these people are, are like Muslim are above average. Mm. Some of them are like they're very intelligent, yeah, quote unquote. But it takes a lot of like they've just been taken down a, a path where they've just yeah. yeah. I feel like you need to be a good planner to kill fifty people. <laughs> in afternoon. You know, it's like it'd be easy. True. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to time it right. You'd have to th- figure out all the angles. You know, say, yeah, 100%. yeah. Say what you want about Osama. He he wasn't. He had a high IQ, as for sure. Yeah. But like, he had a high IQ. He's good at hiding, hey. <laughs> Was for a long time. He is that IQ to find good hiding spots. One hundred percent. He's a the don't play hide and seek. He's number one. That, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I heard they actually ended up killing him years before the actual raid in Pakistan. Really? Yeah. Wow. But they they couldn't they couldn't reveal that because of how he died. Oh, because so, it was so like horrific. Well, apparently, <laughs> we go. Yes, this is another conspiracy theory. Uh, Let's not even touch on that. I don't wanna, that's all right. Um, uh, another whole. You might get story. even more cancelled. Yeah, pretty much. But like, if we get cancelled, then at least we'll be known. For being yeah. Canceled. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I don't think. It, hopefully, it works like that. But. I don't think. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> we're just gone. <laughs> no, but the one thing, like, relating that back to you, because mm. it's like, since I've kind of left that life behind me, I'm kind of like a bit of a hippie now and yeah. getting fascinated to meet new people from different walks of life. And, like, I got to hanging out with these two Muslim guys, like, heat. Yeah. And it kind of changed, like, my perception of what Islam was. Yeah. Particularly people like young guys like yourselves yeah. growing up Muslim or growing up from like Muslim families in Australia where it's like um, it seems like really un- unfortunate that like you obviously get some fucking you know shall we call them bad apples yeah like of course yeah the Taliban or something yeah but like it seems like fucking most Muslims I've come across, like most people, yeah. really have no fucking interest in what other people do. Like, they kind of just want to be left to their own devices. Yeah, they're in their own, own world. Yeah. yeah. We're very, yeah. But don't you think that's, like, kind of the, the biggest problem with woke culture these days is that it's like, uh, there's a real sense of it's like, oh, you guys, the, you guys think you're oppressed because you go into someone else's house and like won't and that and like don't respect their customs yeah and it's like well hold on this person didn't even want you in their fucking house to begin with do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. and it's like yeah that's kind of why i like shitting on woke people yeah but like i think i think if you surveyed like the whole population most people would like shitting on on white people Mm. i think i think white people are a minority they're, I really do. Just a yeah. vocal minority. Exactly. It is yeah. a very vocal minority. Like, yeah. like, how many people do you know who who constantly like tweet, like like not, like not even jokes, you know, just like tweet, just their opinion. I don't know anyone. No one yeah. specifically. But if I knew woke people, they'd probably all have a. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't even think wokeness is a problem. Really, it's a very it's a very fun problem to to poker and like and like and make fun of but mm, yeah. in terms of like most people in society like you give them a work opinion and they're like nah <laughs> yeah and maybe kind of on like the same uh, line of thought 
like I hear people complain that they can't joke about anything anymore, but it doesn't really feel that way. Like you can kind of joke about whatever you want as long as it's structurally good. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. As long as they know that behind that there isn't actually like it's not malice. real malice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, because humor for the most part, I feel like is used only for two things, and that is as like it's used to get a women. as a sorry to no. get women. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's like used as a coping mechanism. Yes. And then it's kind of used to like question people in authority. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's that's that's kind of the way I see it, but mainly as a coping mechanism. And it's like like there's there's people out there who go through a lot of fucked up shit in life. And it's like well, who are you to tell them what their coping mechanism should be? It's like true. if they want to listen to a podcast that's occasionally racist, it's like well, why not do that? It's like yeah. so long as they're not like committing hate crimes. Yeah, dude, I I read like Mein Kampf. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I read the heads back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I want to know well, what he was thinking in that yeah. time. I want to, I want to learn about racists. It doesn't mean that I like them, but was yeah. it a good read? It was a decent read, bro. You just see, like, wow, like, like, because he wrote it in jail, right? And he's telling you, like, what he wants to do. Yeah, I want to do this, and then I'm going to do, this. and he's like literally telling you what he's going to do, like, ten years from before it actually happens. He's a visionary. <laughs> he's a, he's a man of his word. That's for, <laughs> that's for sure. But, um, did he talk about killing any Jews? I don't know. I don't think in the book he spoke specifically about like killing, okay. killing. Uh, but like he definitely spoke like like they are the problem, you know. Mm. And we must solve the problem. Well, for years he was talking about um, setting them up a country in Madagascar, <laughs> but no other country would get on board with it. <laughs> It's so funny. Why Madagascar specifically? No, it's, it's because there was like because place. it's like it was such a like, <laughs> yeah. it was so sparsely populated at the time <laughs> because it's like he didn't want to set it up in. Well, well, how can we not pop up in New Guinea or something like? Again, like, like sparsely population. Yeah, like, Papua yeah, New Guinea is actually right. like for a small country. It's pretty fucking densely populated. Really, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I actually want to. I want to visit Papua New Guinea. My dad worked there for like years really? before I was born. Yeah. He had to leave place. because of the civil war. Why? Oh, there was a civil war. Yeah, there. didn't even know. Yeah, there was a civil war there. My, that's why my my sister was born there. My sister Sarah. Wow, yeah. she was born in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, yeah, she was born in Bougainville, Papua New Guinea. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. There's actually a place called Bougainville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? But I'm not making this up. It's all sounds like bullshit. I'm not. I promise, I'm not making this up. Yeah, Bougainville. Yeah. Next to fucking red. Fucking a redneck parade or something. Uh, yeah, it pretty much is. But like, apparently it was a pretty sick place to live before the war. Wow. Like, uh, like, it's like kids were just like fucking, <laughs> like they, they were just like fucking just. It says shit. that on their passport, you know, when it says the birthplace. It's yeah. Like Bougainville. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. word of a lie. That's amazing. Yeah. Like that. So like, yeah, my parents had two kids over here in Australia and then they went to Papua New Guinea Sally was born there and then they came back because of the Civil War and then they had their last three kids so yeah but it's really cool my dad showed me this movie about Papua New Guinea and there's a fucking there's a fucking uh, scene where like this chopper lands on like in like a, a town yeah. and the chopper's been fucking ha- had been shot at and in the scene that the chopper's landing on, you can see like the workers like getting around to like work on it. Yeah. My dad was like, I was actually one of those workers. And I'm like, really? Wow. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, I still have the, uh, I still have the plates 
from the floor of the chopper where the bullets came through. Wow. And I was like, you serious? And he was like, yeah, I've still got, they, they still have the bullet holes. Wow. And I was like, you kept those? And he was like, yeah. That's and like, my dad's still got them lying around somewhere. These fucking plates with these massive fucking bullet holes wow. like that. And I was wow. like, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Fucking. I love, I love, the, I love that kind of souvenir. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you took the show. Yeah. <laughs> In Europe, I love that shit. <laughs> just taking like, I wanted to take like a bullet, like an AK-47 bullet, just yeah. back, and I couldn't obviously. Yeah. Like a bomb but, or something. But I, did, I took, I took heaps of videos with the guns, like unloading them, putting them in. Like I was like 12, and I was just like I'd film myself like a like a YouTube video but it was just for me and I'd just be like and then I'd point it and then I'd shoot it at the fucking phone you know if that ever but, 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 but not like with a bullet just, just oh, AK-47 just so you heard the clicks you know what I mean just destroyed the phone just <laughs> AK-47 unboxing the editing is so good and the end is like <laughs> it's like please like and subscribe ah uh, good times uh, uh, we don't feel like if you filmed that though like if that video ever sees the light of day for anyone, 100. You know, there's just going to be some right wing conspiracist yeah. guy that's like, "Gee, they are training children <laughs> in Iraq." <laughs> They're like, "This child was trained in Iraq and he's 100%. living in Australia today." 100. <laughs> I remember when I came back from Iraq, I was so into guns and like, obviously you can't have guns here. Yeah. And I actually tried to build a gun here. Oh and my I, god! And I was like halfway through, and I had just like I built the barrel, and then I was just like. No, nah, probably not the right thing. <laughs> I just built these guns. Too. Yeah, I just built these guns. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Dude, that, you know that bit earlier where you you were like, uh, yeah, I uh, I never uh, stolen anything since. <laughs> so, I feel like you got it from that, bro. Uh, <laughs> keep that between us, though. Right? But what was Syria like, uh, Omar? Um. It's funny, every time I, I remember saying it, show and tell when I went to school, went back to school, year seven, and they asked me, what was it like? I was like, um, played a lot of marbles. Like, yeah, like the game we played, like we put a hole in the floor and then I'd have like 50 marbles and like we'd bet each other 50 marbles each, put it in the hole. And then basically have to get out one marble in there from like a distance. And the first right. person to get it in there. Gets all the marbles. Gets all the marbles. Nice. Like, that's I guess how that's I remember. What the saying comes from like, for, it's, this is for all the marbles. Hmm. Well, you've lost all you've, all you've I've lost. I've never heard that saying. I've never it up now. I'm not no. sure. Fuck. I love, can't wait to go to another country. Fucking hell. Do you, do you have a plan on going back there for a visit? Can you go back there now? I'm going on the 1st of July. Is it safe to go back there these days? It's pretty safe, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I've gone back multiple times. Yeah. yeah to but, Iraq. To Iraq, yeah, multiple times, four times. This is going to be my fifth time. What about Syria? Would it be safe to go back there now? Yeah, it would be alright, but I'd rather just go to Europe. Yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah. What are you? What's the thing you're looking forward to doing most over there? Play with guns again? <laughs> Honestly, that's always up there. Hundred percent. I love. I've always loved. That's that's. See, that's when you're born. I love guns. Iraq, though, so yeah. You grow up around guns. Yeah. Like, so every time I'm back there, I, I love. I do love. Uh, it's like, play. do they even have any laws around guns? No, no. Iraq is one of the highest gun-owning countries in the in the world. I'm moving to Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, if you want true freedom, you know where all the anyone who's who's right wing they talk about freedom. True. Yeah. If you want true freedom. Yeah. Go, go to Iraq. I'm go converting to, to Islam and moving. <laughs> you get true freedom. It's Only if you're a woman, you, you don't have true freedom in your hug. If you're a man, you got all the freedom. Right wingers, right wingers love. Um, I mean, hate Muslims, but they're they're so much alike. Yeah. 
You know? yeah, it's like we hate women, we yeah. love guns, we love freedom. It's interesting that oftentimes the people that you hate the most, you see the most of yourself in. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like a mirror, you can't stand to see it. Yeah, I saw, I saw, a, I can't make that joke. I, I was about to say something, I'm like, <laughs> a, a lot of people need to walk up to that mirror, drop the robe, and all they'll see is an empty room. Yeah. I, mean, I, but I kind of had a, thing where it was like, you know, I realised that, you know, when I saw photos of the Jews in the Holocaust and uh, and I saw how small their dicks were. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, they're just like me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you related. Awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a good time too. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, they have no foreskin. No. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's that like? Not having Same. no self-lubrication. Actually, no, I like the shape of it. Yeah, it's a bit awesome. <laughs> You like the shape of of your penis with no foreskin? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, right. Yeah, it feels good in his mouth. Yeah. I saw a penis with no foreskin for the first time recently. Yeah? It was... Uh, for, for the first time, really? You've never seen one? Like on a porn video or something? I'm not really paying attention to the penis <laughs> in a porn video. That's... <laughs> He's just yeah, but you know, yeah. you've probably seen them. You just haven't been paying attention. Yeah, but like this one, I paid attention to, because it, it was it was there, and it wasn't in a particular area where it was meant to be, but it was there. Um, and wait, where was it? This was in a gym. Oh. Right. And yeah, it was cert, and I knew it was cert because I knew the guy, and he's Jewish, and. I was like, oh, that makes sense, he's served. I was just looking at it like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Wow. It's like, there's nothing around it. It's like, that's- yeah, There was nothing wrapped around the head. There was nothing wrapped around it at all. Wow. Like they had, they had not even left him half of his shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. It's just, it's just head. Yeah. It's a shaft and then a head. It's oh. just a- uh... Do you ever think you'd like your, your foreskin pack? Yeah, only, only, only to see like what it would feel like. What it would That's feel it. like in your mouth, or <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> in between my feet. Uh, in between. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be just. But yeah, I mean, I've never had it in my whole life. So. Speaking of feet, I, I want to get notes on this. Who amongst you knows a guy with a foot fetish? No idea. No. Do you know anyone, Emma? Your brother, maybe. So I know, I know a chick with a foot fetish. Wow. Oh, yeah. Now I don't have a foot fetish, but I'm really good at rubbing feet or something. Oh, you're oh, trying yeah. to like hook her up with someone. Or... Yeah. Because yeah. she wants to suck on my toes, and I'm like, yeah. It's like, darling, there is a oh. lot I'm willing to do, but oh. that's just a step. I don't think okay, I'll fuck her. He, he, oh, I'll, do, want... I'll go as far as foot massage. Yeah. I'll go, I don't mind rubbing feet, but like. I've sucked toes before. I've sucked. Yeah, but then I like, like discuss it in myself. I've yeah. been like really drunk in a moment. No, I'm talking like, about like somebody that I love. Like, and they were like, of course, but like, like beautiful toes. But. I felt less disgusted getting pissed on S than S I did sucking toes. Really? Bro, right some girls have beautiful toes. What? Not <laughs> oh, look how much time and effort they put into them, bro. No, stop for me. It's because they want you to suck on them. That's why. <laughs> that's why they, they paint them and shit. They, they get like a, like they have to get a full pedicure just so you can suck them, and then you wouldn't suck them. No, no, I will Dude, suck you're them. You'll eat ass, but you won't suck toes. <laughs> this is a good point. Right, exactly. What the fuck yeah. is going on? I, I just can't disassociate it. 
But the thing is, I have no issue with sucking toys. I get one. nothing from it personally. Not a one night stand, but I would never do that shit. Well, like, I get nothing from it personally sucking toes. Yeah. But I don't want anyone sucking my toes. I feel you. And this person wants to suck my toes, and it's oh, like. Oh, okay, that's. Yeah. yeah. I've got a lot of fungus on my toes, so that would. <laughs> I got a lot of hair on mine. <laughs> sure. Oh, like, like he's, he's had his own shrooms growing from his toes. Yo, I gotta, I gotta, I must go. You must go? Yeah. It's time to, to wrap up? Yeah, time to wrap up. Oh, good. Up. You know what? We're actually at, we're actually like finishing at a really good time. Good. So, uh, guys, this has been, we've got our... Thank you for having me. Thank, uh, thank you for coming on, guys. It's oh, been such welcome. a pleasure. I'm looking forward to doing the video. I'm coming to the next guys. one, yeah. yeah. And uh, what else? We got... We got uh, two more comedy shows coming up on the Twenty First Amendment. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that first audience was a bit weird, but it wasn't too bad that first one. It was a nice warm up, so bad. I'm feeling good. And the roommate is finally back, and we can take the Perfect piss point. out of him. Let's go on, small dick. No, wouldn't matter. Nice, nice. All right, All guys. Right. This has been uh, Professional Anal Degenerates with Omar and Sadi. Guys, thank you so much for doing this. I've been honored to have you on. Yeah, I've been honored to be here in your presence. You were two, you. two of like the biggest names apart from... Biggest names? Oh, don't say that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Still learning the ropes. Two biggest names. Three...